Hey everyone, it is Captain Cat. Welcome to Sober Savage. We're having a squad meeting today. Um, so, you know, per usual, I'm Cat, <laughs> your Sober Savage here, just, you know, saving the world one, one sober party at a time. Um, and today we have my amazing friend, Emily, yes. who I met through this. So yes, would you like to introduce yourself, please? Yeah, so um, like she said, my name is Emily. I have recently, I've been sober curious for a little while. Her page um, kind of inspired me to take that step. It didn't happen right away, but it happened. So that, you know, we're here now. Um, I am a um, student in a doctorate in psychology program right now. I have a bachelor's and master's in psych. I'm also a Reiki master, so like I do a lot of different things, all centered around like wellness and mental health. Uh, so I'm really happy to be here, and I'm excited to talk to you. Yeah. So, um, so we had virtually met like when I was like I was like trying to make friends. <laughs> so funny. Um, but so you decided to um take a take a break you you decided to change your relationship with alcohol yeah and I like saying that because um with the title I know the word sober freaks people out but mm. that's very much not what this is I like sober savage it's not just about like I have hit the you know the hi I'm cat I'm I'm an alcoholic situation um but that's sober savage is essentially you know, trying to change that conversation. So that's not really what this is about. This is about like, no, it's okay. You can change your relationship with alcohol. Yeah. You can, you know, you know, do it once a week, whatever you want. Um, it's more just about kind of, it's, you know, telling people it's not that big of a deal. Like, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, I think that takes some of the pressure off. Not yeah. saying, okay, I'm today's the day and I'm never touching alcohol again. I can't say that I'm never going to drink again. But I know that for right now, I did want to change my relationship with alcohol. I wanted to be in social situations and see what it's like to not have alcohol be part of what I'm doing, but also being okay with it going on around me. Like, I don't want anyone around me to have to change what they're doing. This is just for me just to see what, you know, how my life would change by giving it a try. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you had told me about how, you know, you kind of were – uh, the term sober curious yes. which I love yeah because I think that this I think this term came out around the pandemic because everyone mm -hmm. all of a sudden was home <laughs> and it kind of it yeah took the pressure off um you know having a time where you had to like physically go into work mm -hmm. um you know be in a place where you you know were on such a strict time schedule when you're home all of a sudden like if you yeah. have six months of Sunday fun day, you know, you kind of start to realize, oh, this is, you know, probably this might be a situation. So yeah. you even like even the split thought of, you know, I wonder what, you know, cutting back would be like, or I wonder what not drinking for a little bit would be like. So the term sober curious kind of, you know, came to play. I mean, it was always in the game, but it kind of, you know. Yeah, it's it, definitely something like when I heard it, that resonated. I was like, oh, I think that's what I'm doing. Like, I think, and it, I think it honestly did kind of start during the pandemic because there wasn't this pressure of, I need to have plans for a Friday, Saturday night. There was nowhere to go. Mm -hmm. So there was no pressure of like, I need to find something to do. And all of a sudden I was like noticing, I'm like, wow, I was going out every multiple nights a week just because I felt like if I didn't, I was like, not a loser, but I like felt like, oh no. my God, like, I don't have plans. Like, yes. I, it, 
I it was affecting me. Yeah. But I think that the, for me, the pandemic took pressure off, feeling like I needed to always be somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and then since then, it has like there's just been a number of things that have made me curious about. Okay, well how would my life be different if I do this? And like mm-hmm. the, the curious thing, like I yeah, was definitely curious, but mm-hmm. I was not ready to commit until now. But, you know, it took time getting right. to that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's kind of the, I think that's almost the fear is like, so, you know, me, I'm obviously, you know, I have crossed over to that point. You know, I needed to get into where I was, you know, in recovery, right. not prevention. But thinking back, like if, I just kind of thought about the fact that I didn't physically need to be drinking at yeah. everything that I wanted to do. It like really wouldn't have affected my life so much. Yeah. Um. So, you know, that's where my entire, you know, look at this came from essentially was the fact that I knew I kind of like got the feeling that there was a problem like it's not like it was a surprise like I was like a I was a we probably usually know (laughs) I'm like I'm like lighting it down but like the amount of bar bars I've stood on it was like okay cat like we let's let's reel it in yeah oh my god like it's just like I need it like I probably could have laid back years before but yeah when you think about like oh my god I'm not gonna drink what am I going to do? Just like not go out on, on a weekend? Like, am I not going to go on dates and like have people buy me drinks? Like, am I not going to, you know, am I not going to go out on the weekends? I'm not going to go to concerts. I'm not going to do music festivals. Like it's, it was just, it's a little overwhelming at first. Yeah. Because the assumption and, you know, the tie in to everything Mm -hmm. is that drinking and fun are not mutually exclusive. And it's, that's a yeah. very, very hard thing to process just because like people don't talk about it. So the yeah. premise of Sober Savage is the fact that if, you know, obvious, like obviously if you are in addiction, it's very, very hard in recovery. I'm not saying it's not because I am in that. But, <laughs> you know, for you were but talking for, like, about the prevention purpose. Yeah, like, absolutely. We like, were, yeah. Yeah. So um, so tell me about, you know, not to toot my own horn, but no. <laughs> so tell me about because, you know, you you were debating it. You started you were seeing someone sober. That's right. And so you weren't. We'll get back. There's to that. a lot of different yes. factors that yeah. led into me and your your Instagram page was one yeah. of them. So mm-hmm. um. Like I said in the beginning, like I'm a Reiki practitioner mm-hmm. and I got my master level attunement in I think it was January. And so that had already like with Reiki, like I don't know how familiar you are with it, but like you start to just crave healthier things, like changes in lifestyle. And so one that started popping up is like, why am I drinking? Like I just started mm-hmm. like questioning it myself yeah. and like I had thought about it before. Um, and I think around the time is when I came across your uh, your Instagram page for Sober Savage. Mm-hmm. And so it just, again, got me thinking about it just a little bit more. And I'm like, OK, like you can still go out. You could still party. You could still have fun. It's just your relationship with alcohol would need to change. And I'm like, OK, so I'm thinking about it. Then I started seeing somebody. I'm like, OK, I'm still drinking. This person's not. But when I'm hanging out with this person, I'm not drinking. Like, so yeah. And then that brought up other challenges of like emotional yeah. intimacy and like needing to do that sober. I'm like, wait a second. Whoa. It's like, it's like I don't know if I'm ready for that. It's like a whole new ball game. Yeah. Doing uh, yeah. things that I had used basically alcohol as a crutch for for years. Now I'm like, oh, now I'm like trying to do this sober. This is kind of hard. Oh, my. God. Yeah. 
But <laughs> fast forward a couple months, everything's fine. I figured it out. For not the emotional intimacy part, other intimacy I figured out. Oh yeah, emotional. like the, the like the emotional aspect. We're but we're all fucked up. That's like, really we're, hard. And we're gonna be fucked up for <laughs> a very long time. But you know, yeah. the physical part we've kind of got. <laughs> yeah. So like again, but your podcast was like in the back of my mind through all of or your because I think I. I don't know if I'd heard your podcast yet, but like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. just seeing your Instagram page, seeing your posts, I was like, okay, so it's in the back of my head. And then oh. I had a day in June where I overdid it. Like, and it was so out of character for me because okay. my typical like relationship with alcohol is I'm a social drinker. I'm the one who's like, I'll have one or two and make sure everybody gets home. Okay. Like that's okay. typically, but there have been a number of times where it has just not intentionally. I'm not a big person. So like right. tolerance is super low. Mm-hmm. Um, and I drank so much, not even realizing I had drank as much as I did. And I got, it was a really bad. Maybe I'll talk about that another day. <laughs> but like, it was a really, I was, in, I woke up embarrassed. I felt really ashamed. You had, you had like, a night. I you had, had a, you had a night. You had I was one like, of those nights. It was horrible. Like, yeah. yeah. But it was the, I had never even been that bad my entire life in college, after college. Okay, like, it was yeah. like the worst I had ever done. And I just woke up the next morning. I had like, I felt so guilty. I felt like ashamed. And I'm like, okay, people, it happens. Like it wasn't like I I didn't kill somebody, but I was just like, this is so not who I am and it does not resonate with me. Mm -hmm. And so the next day was my first day not drinking and it's now been a little over five weeks. So like amazing. I, and again, I'm trying not to put pressure on myself for like a time frame, but already like I'm just noticing so many things it's like it's just a very interesting process to go through yeah yeah it really is and it's kind of it's it's awesome because that is that is like what I should have done (laughs) (laughs) everybody learns and grows at their own pace so don't feel bad (laughs) you'll figure it out eventually yeah but so like oh my god you so you told me about like how you saw the podcast and you were like oh maybe this you know isn't is gonna be way more normal than I thought yeah that's that's what I I like cried when I (laughs) (laughs) because honestly like that's very much what it what it is you know like because I have I had those nights where you um you know you wake up and there's that regret oh my god I know it's just like (laughs) it's like oh my god who did I piss off like yeah like Oh my God, who hates me yeah. this morning? Um, and that's like, that's a really emotional thing, especially as like, I don't want to do the whole like, especially as women, but like females, like we, we like waft in people pleasing. Like we hate yes. that, you know? And that um, was a big thing is like when I go out, like when I first, the first couple of days of me doing this, like it was literally like 4th of July weekend was that first was the first weekend after I decided to do this. Yes. And I knew I was going to family parties. I was going to a big like um, like block party type thing on the 4th. Like, And I was like, wow, this is really going to be a test of can I? I've always said if I ever want to stop, I can. This was going to yeah. be like, can I really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to be honest, there were a couple of moments during the weekend where I was like, ah, oh, fuck it. Like, I don't really have a problem anyways. Like, let me just I'll just have one then. And yeah. then I was like, no, like I said I was going to do this. And it wasn't me that had the issue being sober. It was other people that I was, wanted me to yeah, be drinking. Yeah, I was just going to ask that. So it's yeah. funny because, um, like, addiction is obviously, you know, it's insanely, you know, insidious. Yeah. Um, you know, takes down a lot of people. But when it comes to alcohol, it's legal. It's popular. And mm-hmm. it, it's not even that. It's more... It's more normal to see somebody doing it too much than it is to see somebody not doing it. Like it is very normal. That's a really good point. Yeah, it is very, very normal to see someone out on a Friday night, just out anywhere. It doesn't matter where. They're obliterated. 
that like there's no that's and, a very and good yes point. I understand I understand it's a bar but like yeah that's it's the social setting of yeah. the weekend if you are like a young normal yeah human and being bar tip that my friend because he also is a similar he he still drinks he'll have like one if he goes out but same situation right. he just noticed that he was doing too much um so he's like a very interesting person to talk about with this as well but um I told him about that I'm like yeah like people are just like bothering me like asking me like oh let me get you a drink here take a shot and I'm like oh I'm not drinking like oh it's already in front of you you have to take yeah. it and I'm like what if I was in recovery like yeah. what if you what if yeah, that was a is- shot that threw me over yeah. And so one of the things he suggested, because I was just drinking water, he's like, no, get a club soda and put lime in it. Mm-hmm. And it looks just like a drink. And I'm like, yeah. So the next weekend I did that and like nobody was bothering me. And it shouldn't be that way. Like it I shouldn't. I know. How like how crazy is it? I know. I mean, I appreciate there, the suggestion and it was helpful for me to still be in those spaces and not be pressured in the same way. Yeah. There is something to be said about just kind of adding in things that will make it less uh, like because you're already dealing with your own shit you yeah. don't need to like take on other people exactly. because also too if anyone is listening if you are a person because and I know this because I was this person <laughs> I always say the thing like like I know how important it is to like cut out toxic people because I was a toxic person oh. and like I needed to be cut <laughs> no. out but like if you find yourself saying like oh you're not drinking oh why like what do you mean yeah well, like are you are you are you pregnant? Right. Are you on antibiotics? No, like, point. what's wrong? Like, no, it's fine. Just have one. Like, up. Oh, I already got it for you. Uh, like, yeah. Th- like, it's, that's if you're really, one of those people. Like, yeah. what are like what's going on inside you that is make one making you like hit that with somebody else? And also, two. Yeah, it's important that if you're the person on the receiving end, like it's they're never gonna understand it, but. It's hard. And I know it's like, yeah, you know, it's always nice to say, like, it's not, it's about them. And thinking about it from like that person's perspective, like knowing being sober means that you have to now think about like, you know, you're in social situations where normally like alcohol takes the edge off. Now you're not doing that for yourself, but Mm -hmm. other people haven't committed to that. So they're probably feeling like pressured. They want to make sure you're having fun. I don't think it's coming from like a malicious place. No. Um, Mm -hmm. Especially if somebody knows that you're like in recovery. Mm -hmm. But I think it's this place of them wanting to people please. Like I want to make sure you're having fun. And I know when we drink, we have more fun, you know, allegedly. Right, right. Right? So I think that (laughs) it's not to like be like shaming the people that are like, oh, come on, have one. But I think it's like acknowledging like, hey, so I, what I've been doing is when I hear somebody doing that, I'm just saying, hey, listen, you don't have to worry about me. I can have fun, drunk, sober, doesn't matter. Like, I'm good. Don't worry. Like, yeah. assuring, like, I shouldn't have to be reassuring them. But I can see that that's where it's coming from. Right. Yeah, so yeah, So that's yeah. what I try to, like, how to mitigate that. And people have backed off and chilled out. So, like, I, yeah. I think that stuff works. But Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And the the premise of people-pleasing is huge, too, now. Be, and I think that also plays into FOMO. FOMO takes people down. <laughs> that shit is so hardcore. Yeah. Like, it is like the fact that right now there is a concert and a party happening that I am not at that I will hear about later and miss out on. Yeah. Like that <laughs> like deeply saddens my heart. And it's cra- it's crazy. Like yeah. that's crazy. Um, but yeah, I feel and I feel like, um, as, you know, with what I was saying, the, you know, holding off on getting sober, like 
a lot of it was about 99% FOMO I have yeah to. and in your last episode of your podcast or the one the first I don't know uh, yeah 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 mm-hmm. whatever the one I listened to um you talked about how you made a list of like all the things that would be different and I'm like so I didn't like write a list out but it, yeah all of those things crossed my mind like how was I going to be at bars you know I love going to Eagles games I'm a big Philly sports fan there you go like tailgating all, like that is stuff that I just love mm-hmm. um but I'm like, okay, how can I like just had to imagine and visualize it looking different and like it being the summertime makes it a little tougher too because everyone's yeah. going down the shore and like going out to like, you know, rooftop places yeah. and enjoying that environment. Like, can you do it without alcohol? And like, I'm seeing that, yes, you can. It's just going to look different. But like the benefits though, I'm not waking up hungover so I can go enjoy the next beautiful morning going for a run or a paddleboard. Like I'm noticing that there's right. trade-offs to giving that up mm-hmm. that yeah. are really positive and great. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And the funny thing is it's like, um, <laughs> this is like the weirdest analogy, <laughs> but I always, I hate it how calling someone a pussy is saying that they're like a coward. I never understood that. You, yeah, like <laughs> – if you think about it, like, why are we not like there are so many other things to call someone other than a pussy? Because if you think about it, like people like, yeah, I'm going to tear that shit up. Like, 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 are you we, like <laughs> that? Like pussies get pounded like they we have they have babies. Like it's, just, <laughs> it's so funny. It's just like that's such a strange like it comparison. Uh-huh. And I also feel like that's the same thing with the savage thing is. Yeah. OK, fine you got obliterated and like did all of this stuff okay fine but yeah. like I do that shit and I'm sober like and on I top am a, of it like I am a it like, is easy to go along with drinking it is hard to right, commit yeah. to a change in lifestyle that impacts so many things relationships you know are the probably the main one but like yeah it's oh, so absolutely. like that's a lot harder to be sober than to not so yeah. like if it's anyone like, it's like, is like yeah. the cool part like I think like I like who's more yeah. of a badass like you're dancing on the bar you're oh what you had six shots yeah I'll do it sober I'm dancing on the bar and I am stark sober right like, this is my life <laughs> um yeah. yeah oh my god a thousand percent so yeah that's it's and it is it's so funny to think about because so I yeah. got sober obviously too like you know I am a you know self-admitting alcoholic yeah I'm not that you know I'm not the curious person I'm not someone who is you know you know just kind of needs to dip their toe in see how hard it actually is like take your temperature with it I wish I would have been that person (laughs) but no I was not but it's so funny I was I got sober and I was kind of I kept like waiting for that period of time where I I guess my like devil horns would like shrink down. I was like waiting for my halo to appear. Yeah. And it just like never came. Like it is a crazy, crazy experience when you're just like, oh, I'm, you know, like you think, oh, I was just like a crazy party person. You right. Know, I used to do all of this stuff, you know, all this, all this shit. Like, wow, I was wild. Like it's so funny figuring out like, oh, that's just me. Yeah, right. <laughs> Like, because that's the thing I've been trying to convince people is like, I'm not going to be a different person because I'm sober. Oh, yeah. Like, I am still me. Like, I still have like a great personality. It's just going to be like, you know, like, I'm not going to wake up feeling like trash in the morning. Yeah, exactly. If anything, like me, I'm way worse. I'm worse. Not worse (laughs) as not. And I don't want, you know, I'm not worse as in like irresponsible and, you know, letting people down. Like. I guess, quote unquote, savagery. 
like <laughs> so it's so funny like yeah alcohol was probably slow like slowing me the fuck down like I because I can tell you have a lot of energy so I'm sure <laughs> oh I, yeah no I know and I'm like such a dig, like a degenerate and pervert that like <laughs> I was like oh I'm like it's it's a whole new level when I'm like wow I'm this I'm this perverted and disgusting sober like this is a whole new level of human being yeah but yeah yeah oh my yeah and and like doing the stuff that you think you'd only do drunk sober is on it it's like it's like really funny so let's so I don't know how we like deep in you want to get to that but let's talk about that for a hot minute yeah um you know because we got to dip some savage in there um so you are you know kind of you how long were you dating the person you're dating? So, um, it's very casual. We've been seeing each other for maybe like four or five months. Oh my God. I love how that's like casual. Together. Yeah. I will because like my, that's a whole other thing. But me with like, I've been single for like three years. Okay. Horrible relationships. Alcohol was actually really a major a issue. Huge, okay. Not my issue and the, the uh, other person's uh, like, I'll get to that. I can talk. Yeah. But like I was dating someone where like everything that we did was like drinking, drinking, drinking and then Mm -hmm. blacking out. And like I would say like, hey, I don't I feel like this is maybe too much. And I was like, at what point do you find issue like drinking to be an issue? And the person like didn't think that because, you know, because they went to work every day. Great person. Like I have this is not me shit talking. Wonderful human being. Right. But like it just felt like it was just stagnant. And then after that, like, well, the one before that I was dating somebody who was like, narcissistic the is a very narcissistic abusive relationship yeah. so like I was like a broken little thing then I'm in this relationship wonderful person but alcohol was just a major issue yeah. and then I was just done so I've been single for three years and I'm like really hesitant and like a little reluctant to like let that go because in those three years I have grown significantly I'm such a different person and I'm so like I'm established I have a great job I have a yeah. house like I have everything that I want and need That's huge. so if another person's gonna be a part of that oh yeah I just need my piece not to be disrupted. (laughs) So anyways, that was like a huge tangent to get back to the fact that. No, 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 it's fine. That's why it's like casual. so So this person had a, you know, very high level of audition process mentally for you. Yes. Is what you're saying. Yeah. Which also is a testament to the fact that he is sober. Because I'm yeah. sure that put him up a couple notches. It's nice. It is nice to have that because there's like. It's just a diff, like part of the, so the one who was drinking a lot that I was dating is like, he was only like super emotional and upfront with his feelings when he was drinking. And I found myself wanting us to be drunk because, so I could see that side of yes. me. So like that's, that was a major red flag, but I was also oh, a lot yeah. younger at the time too, mm-hmm. where I didn't really notice that. But I would be like, yeah, like let's have drinks because then I know, like he was, he wanted to drink. It wasn't like I was pushing. Yeah, no, no, like, no. I yeah. was like looking forward to us drinking because then I'm going to see that like soft, gentle, mm-hmm. like emotional side that no one gets to see that I don't even get to see unless he's drinking. Yeah. So like it's so different having somebody who is like that just naturally. And yes. it's so, and that's like, I'm like, is this real? Like, is this like a Right. Like, it's yeah. It's very, yes. Yeah. It's it, different. That's, that's, yeah. In that's a positive way. Oh, so if, yeah. oh, I'm sure. Yeah. And it's funny too because when you said that, I feel like when I, and, you know, again, my alcoholism, I am an alcoholic, but it's funny. There was a significant amount of time that I felt like I, it's not like I was drinking to become someone else. I thought that I needed to drink to become myself. Yeah. So you noticing that in someone else is very, you know, just kind of telling and, yeah. you know, revealing of how just like really insidious and devious alcohol is because it's like, 
it's a chemical associated with dopamine, but it's a depressant. So we're talking about like changing the chemical makeup of your brain to a point where you are feeling a surge of of a emotion like happiness and dopamine that you you don't even have so it's it's really really interesting insidious is a very good word to describe what that is and like do I think that people can drink alcohol and you know not have it ruin things in their life I do think that yes you can have a I hate to even say healthy relationship with it but I think a healthy relationship with is with it is having really strict boundaries with yourself of and like one thing I've read I don't remember if I read it or I heard it one time is never drink when you're really really happy or when you're really really sad yeah like and that's kind of like a really I think a really important thing to do like yeah it also can impact your emotions right yeah and also too like obviously you know I'm sure this won't happen in you know our generation of when we're here it will take a very long time but it really is it shouldn't be as jarring to talk about because we think the same things and worry about the same things when it comes to like eating shitty food and getting fat like it, it like Yes, like, of course, everybody likes fries. Like, I'm not saying, like, oh, my God, like, don't, like, don't stop eating fries. They're right. ama- they're amazing. Like, they're so good. Like, but of course. But having a relationship but ha- with yeah, like if you is ha- very similar. Yeah. yeah, like, if you have fries and all fries, like, if you if have. All a, you're if eating you have, is McDonald's every day. Yeah. Likely you're going to end up having a lot of health yeah. issues that are you don't want to yeah, have. Yeah, exactly. Right. And even if, thing. like, even if you're eating a salad and, and, like, being healthy, if you have fries with it, like, if you're having fries all, all the time throughout the day, yeah. you, like, it's, you're. Like, you know, you're going to have a weight problem. Yeah, like having too strict of restrictions on yourself puts a lot of pressure, whether it's food, yeah. alcohol, mm-hmm. whatever it is. But getting to a place where you feel comfortable and you have like a healthy relationship where you're not like, you know, if you want to do something sometimes, okay, great. Yeah, absolutely. But And like, don't, I feel like that can get into a whole other conversation of like yeah. eating or whatever. Yeah. But anyways, but I hear what you're yeah, saying. But, but yeah. On, yeah, but, but also like I'm not – trying to tell people to like not drink alcohol like trust me anyone who's listening I swear to god I love alcohol way more than you <laughs> like we're talking like yeah. like the the partiers of the world partied so hard and love it so much that we actually had to quit so like it's not I'm not like yeah. anyone like no alcohol's great it's just like hey let's start a conversation where Oh yeah, maybe every once in a while, like you know, hit well, like, the hit the hit the gym. Like, don't yeah. have fries for a month. Like, okay, don't drink for a month. See how hard that is. You know, it's just because it really changing, should- like you're saying, like changing the relationship with mm-hmm. it is really, I think, the goal. Yeah. In that, like, what I looked up, like, what's considered like binge drinking. Mm-hmm. It's like five drinks in two hours for a guy and four drinks in two hours for a girl. And I'm like, wait a second, like. All this time, like, I've been been drinking, tailgating the Eagles games. And so, like, not even realizing how, like, little it takes. Yeah. Like, that seems, doesn't seem like a lot of drinks. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're, if you have a drink an hour and then maybe you take a shot an hour when you're, like, pregame or something. Yeah. That's considered binge drinking. And, like, we don't even look at it that way. That's a Sunday afternoon outside the link. You know what I mean? Like, it's. So having to really look at that and say, okay, do I, did I need all that? Why was I consuming that much? Mm-hmm. What was the end goal there? And like, what yeah. am I doing? Yeah. So, <laughs> like, I, so I, from that, yeah. like, I think it's really interesting, not interesting, but honestly, it's from that, it's really inspiring that you had, like, you had one of those nights that like, yeah. oh my gosh, you had one of those nights. But then the, so it's not like you had one of those nights and 
okay, fine. You kept having more of those nights. It's, it really is awesome. And kind of the goal of this whole thing, like you had one of those nights where, you know, you ended up having too much. You got sick. I threw up like six times. Yeah. (laughs) It was bad. In a place I should not have. It. I'll tell you maybe off offline. It was bad. It was bad. Oh my God. <laughs> the horror story. It was bad. <laughs> um, but so like you had one of those nights and then you decided to just kind of test the waters. Yeah. And it should be like that. You know, like it really With is, no pressure. Yeah. It's no pressure. Like it's it's fine. I said a 30 day limit. 30 day goal. That's yeah. That's nice. I yeah. mean I I mean that you know 30 days is a lot. <laughs> But I'm also not called. But right, like, and so but that's important. Yeah, but, what you're saying is like, because no, I don't, I don't drink to the point that I would be called an alcoholic. I was a yeah. social drinker. Mm-hmm. But um, so and I don't. That's not to belittle like 30 days. 30 days is huge. Yeah, absolutely. Um, for us, like, but I don't feel like for me it was because I don't have addiction. Addiction yeah. is not something that I experience. Mm-hmm. But for me, I was like, if I always have said I can do 30 days easy, why have I never tried it? Yeah. And so it was like a challenge to myself. So mm-hmm. the goal was 30 days. I did 30 days. Then I was like, well, I don't want to ruin my streak now. And so I was <laughs> like, like self-competitive. I love it. <laughs> I, I am. It's all like an internal thing for me. Like I am yeah. very self-motivated mm-hmm. through my work, like personal, everything. But yeah. um, and then it just so happened around the same time, a friend of mine, she was just like, Hey, like one who I, I was like, you know, saying earlier, like she was drinking a lot more and she noticed it too. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, I'm going to do 21 days in August to, you know, and she's, um, she fights, she does, um, MMA. So that's, that's another thing. She's got me in her gym. That's doing amazing. Jiu-jitsu okay, now. Yeah. That's a whole other thing. It but, is um, a whole other thing. <laughs> but yeah, so she fights and stuff and she's like, no, like, I think it'll help me get back into like fighting shape and we're doing jujitsu together and we're going to go out together and not be drinking together. Like it's gonna, it's now become like a thing where I'm like, okay, well if I already did 30 days. Why can't I do 21 more? Yeah, because so, it, it really is. So so that's kind of the – Yeah. The, <laughs> yeah, like that's the whole point, you know, the whole point here. Yeah. So you, you know, thought about it, saw Sober Savage. So what's, you know, what's the what's the 30 days been like? Let's, how has that gone? It's – I would say it's changed my, my perspective more than it already had started to change. Okay. Um, I've been in a lot of settings. Like, I've still gone out to bars. Right. I've gone to, like, there was a UFC fight that we all went to together, and the person we went to see, he won. So we went and partied with them after. And, yeah. like, everyone's like, oh, you're not drinking. And I'm like, no. Plus, I had to drive. So I a little bit had, like, that excuse. Like, I was the one making sure everyone was mm-hmm. going to get home. Not that you need an excuse. I'm not trying to – But, like, yeah. for no, me, no, no. Yeah. it took a little social pressure off or whatever. Right. But um, what I've noticed is – Oh, this was an interesting one. So, like, I went out on this last Friday to a um, bar in my hometown. And, like, I was, again, not drinking. Mm-hmm. And everyone around me was, like, super cool. They weren't pushy. It was it was fine. But as the night went on, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, people are falling off bar stools. They're tripping. They're, like, hanging yeah. all over people that they probably wouldn't be interested in. Oh, my God. If I they know. didn't have their beer goggles on. Everybody's beautiful and wonderful. But you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> like, now. I'm just it went and I'm just like oh wow like yeah. being sober at two o'clock in the morning and looking around at everybody else and you're yeah. just like whoa oh yeah this looks a lot no, different really than yeah. it did before yeah. I think just yeah. like as a bar like my co- <laughs> the, the sheer fact that my coherence has lifted up like yeah. what I like my actual visuals of yeah like, like seeing who I would hook up with. Yo. <laughs> There was there were some there were some dark times. They got lucky. I got they it. just got you at the right time, and it's over now. Never I, again. 
I'm like, like whoa. The like, other thing, so bad. Yeah. The <laughs> other thing though, before I forget, is like the the app that I'm using just to keep track of how many days um, mm-hmm. has like like inspirational quotes every day, and like um, you can do like a pledge, like why are you doing this? So it's a nice little like reminder, but um, it also tracks money. Yes, and. So me joining the jujitsu class, that's going to be like 130 bucks a month. And I'm like, oh, that's a big commitment. Should I be, should I put my money there? And then I realized I'm saving minimally, minimally. If I drank one night of the weekend a month, that's still, say I only spent $50 minimally, which is mm-hmm. obviously we spend more. Right. Say I minimally spent $50 a weekend. That's $200 a month already saved. And I know I was spending more than that, but I did the minimum oh, yeah. just to really show myself like, Look how much you've, so I've already saved like 300 bucks in the last five weeks. Yeah, it is crazy. And it's yeah. like, so I was like a hard, because of course, I was a hard, like a hard liquor person. Oh, like, yeah. I'm a beer, I was a beer person. Well, were you a beer? Okay. Is, am, I don't know what to say yet, but I, beer is my thing. Beer yeah. is your thing. Yeah, yeah. You were, if you were to consume alcohol, the beer would IPA be your thing. The okay. Disgusting. Okay. Yeah, oh. that's, that was, yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, so I, I thought that I was like so smart too because I was like, oh, like you're going to have a glass of beer. Look how much liquid that is. I'm going to have a glass. Thought you were cheating the system. Vodka. And I'm going to get there so much faster and so much cheaper. Yeah. But, you know. But like where are you trying to go? Yeah. I like, was, I basically was going straight to hell. Like I was <laughs> – I was going I was going six feet underground like that's where I was going yeah <laughs> it's like so but it's bad. so interesting it is yeah, yeah like it really uh, so I think the app is and I'll tag this in here too because I do actually think it's a good app just for in general because of like from a financial standpoint it's yeah crazy. Like, I just wanted a way to track my progress and see what financially what I was going to be doing yeah it yeah. is not it's like when you like I I was more than to like 200 a month just because you know I that was, was a very modest amount of number for me yeah. to throw out mm-hmm. that's like if I went out and had a couple beers one weekend of one day of one week of the month but let's be honest you got Thursday Friday Saturday and Sunday fun day oh yeah I'm absolutely. spending way and then more there's than hump that. day and then like Thursday, there's Thursday, so Thursday. many yeah. yeah especially in the summertime yeah but like Tequila Tuesday not having a bar tab at the end of the night like you're is kind of nice. I'm like, crazy. yeah. And like you start to notice like, <laughs> yeah, it'll, it pi- it piled up into the thousands for me. And I was like, oh, my God, Kat, what the fuck it's bad Because you're not just life? buying yourself drinks. You're buying your friend's drinks. So like, yeah. And like put a few drinks in me. And I was just like, everyone's my friend. Oh, yeah. 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 And that's the other thing, too. Like I really I really like linked people liking me to the like partying and yeah. I was like if I don't party they're not gonna like me and like that's a you know another deep it's for another that's, deep yeah. deep psychological episode <laughs> um but you yeah. know yeah I also felt you know the whole wanting to do things sober I felt like I needed to drink to become myself so yeah. like like you know of course like this is sober savage like fucking sober and I'm not saying fucking sober as in like sober not intoxicated for the first time I'm not saying I've never had sex sober but having sex when you're after you have decided to yeah not to (laughs) not drink for you know a time like doing it different it is I thought something was wrong with me I'm like this is not gonna work for me this is not working for me like I there was like he was like are you good I'm like Yes, you're they're like, like not. 
this is not a you issue. This is a me issue. And like now it's like the like, best ever. Oh my God. Like, I know. Literally yeah. like the greatest, mm-hmm. the best ever like that I've ever had in my life. And I'm like, oh my God, like I'll never be happy again. If right. Like yeah. This, but, like, I think I put, I think I put a meme up on my page. It was like <laughs> probably yes. I think it was like congrats on all the sober dudes who don't have to worry about coke dick anymore. Yo, right? But like, yeah. So I was like big into the house techno scene. <laughs> and like just, just like I. I'd, it's like, so different. I'd not gotten laid many times because of coke dick. So just as a tip listen, for gentlemen, yeah, listen, listen. if you want to be in with the ladies, just you like know, it when it works. stick to the ginger yeah. ale. <laughs> um, so, okay, so it's it's really funny because for me, I used this phrase earlier too, but I feel like the, this is the first time I had sex sober. So I shouldn't say that. The first time I purposely decided to not to take a break from drinking yeah. and was going in and having sex because that's different I feel like if you're in a relationship that's like of course like, like of course you yeah. of course you have sex sober like duh but when you're aware of it it's it's a whole different ball and your game. comfortability with someone you're you're you have that when you're in a relationship yeah exactly when you're like meeting somebody new and getting to know them and then trying to be sober and be intimate in you know emotionally physically whatever way yes. yeah it's a little because different. you're already like I already was like ner- like I already didn't really have was a fan yeah. of doing it with like the lights on and the like oh my the bright day. On, I'm like oh my god, stop looking at me. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> so, I'm like oh my god, <laughs> which is so dumb. But yeah, it's funny because yeah. I feel like my I thought I was gonna be so I thought it was gonna be so much worse than it was to the point where. I almost feel like it's like it's so much of a benefit. Like, it's just, like yeah. I actually like I not that I wasn't like ever good, but seriously, I'm like really good at sex. I'm like I think like you know, but, like I was starting to, in the beginning. Like I'm self conscious because I'm like okay, when I'm like more relaxed, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. But it, I know every, I've never had no, any complaints. I know. Yeah, and it, now I'm like and sober I, and I'm like, thinking about like what am, am I? Is this what would I be doing something different if I was drunk? Like would I be more one way or the other than I'm being right now? Yeah, like if anything that I would just be like a, a hot mess. Yeah, uh, like and it <laughs> and I actually I actually do. It's like firm believer of this. Like even if if. I and I won't because I am an alcoholic so I would not but if I were to start drinking again Mm -hmm. in terms of like making a conscious decision to act to like have sex yeah there is no like there's no way it's just it's a it's it's a crippling like an anchor to the skill set that is at hand like I can like yeah, you you know, I don't. You like, want to do your best. You want to do your best. Yes, wait. overachievers here. Overachievers. So wait, when I first, this is where I tell my dad to just like shut off everything. Oh my God, yes. When I first sucked dick sober. There we go. I'm I, in, I'm here for it. Yeah, it was because at first you know you hit that moment and it's like all right, like there's that fear factor moment uh-huh. where you're like like okay, like let's go, but. Terry's probably in the back. Sorry. I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I forgot See, that other people are like hearing this. Oh my God, but it's fine. It's, I'm no, here no, no, for it. We fine. should talk yeah, about we're it. In that, we're in the yeah. hang, hang area. Um, when I first sucked a sober dick, I was like, okay, like you can do, like I pep talked myself because it's a whole nother ball Well, game I'm thinking like, aware. what do I look like? Is he looking at me while I'm doing this? Yeah. And I'm like, am I doing this good? Is he right. enjoying it? And like all these things that I don't really give a shit about when I'm drinking, I'm now thinking about. And I I'm know. like, and, and it's, it's distracting me from my performance. I know. <laughs> and also too, it's, it was, it was funny. And I was like, why am, why am I so worried about sucking 
his dick. Yeah, he should be sober. thankful like, that this is even be, happening right now. He should be <laughs> extremely concerned that I'm sober and we were out <laughs> and now I'm here and like, you didn't shower. And I'm it's like, so you funny. know what I'm like? Yeah. I hit a point and I was just like, what? Like, fuck it. Like, what the hell? Why am I so worried about this? Like, and yeah, you know, then then you're thinking about it. I'm just like, this is like, it was like, a, it's like a strategy now. Like, I'm yeah. like, playing the the game and I'm like okay like maybe you know maybe I'll do this it's like a whole new yeah it's very different and it took a little getting used to but it didn't honestly though it didn't take long to get like comfortable that way it just it was a challenge that I'm like okay you've used this as a crutch for so long yeah try just Mm -hmm. try like there's and that's the thing there's no harm in trying like okay even if you try sobriety and like maybe you're not somebody that is um that has an addiction but like you're just curious just try yeah like because you might be really surprised and you'll learn more about yourself like how much did I rely on alcohol for like my social interactions or like my intimacy or all those things yeah and especially with intimacy because like that's such an emotional thing but feelings and stuff oh god and I'm a Gemini we're not good at that we just make jokes about our feelings Um, oh my god yeah yeah. don't ever catch feelings catch flights yeah (laughs) catch flights not feelings For those of us who have a soul, um, which is not me, it, you know, eloped with my heart very many years ago. But um, if, you know, we're talking about emotional intimacy, mm-hmm. being physically intimate is extremely emotional. You can't get and closer to somebody than that. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah, it's like yeah. you're, you're all out there. You're <laughs> all of there. <laughs> um, but it's funny because I, yeah. I was so much more self conscious and like very intimidated of like being judged and like worrying about I was mm-hmm. obsessed with controlling what people saw in yeah. me and yeah. I like putting alcohol in the middle of that was a huge buffer that ended up being such a weight like it's so like I'm more confident now than I was before with like myself and my yeah. body and everything but when I was and I'm talking like last three years versus like the previous three years like I'm talking and I you know was I was like like an NFL cheerleader like I was in like I was hot you know and (laughs) but like I would like I would be nervous to like streak across the room like and it's so dumb and it's because I just like put it in my head that I should be embarrassed and that I needed something else like alcohol yeah. to not be embarrassed. Yeah. And when the reality is, is that like I have the strength in my own self and my own confidence to not need something else because I have nothing to be embarrassed yeah. about. I don't need, I don't need a buffer to do those things. So Agreed, if anything, yeah. it's like, because oh I think gosh. that's what it was is like it wasn't so much that I was uncomfortable in my body. I love my body. I'm thankful for the body that I have. Yeah, this I know. Body You're can like, do great things. This is I love yeah, it. Like, but like having like it was more my issue was caring a lot about what other people think and wanting to like mitigate their which is so like a weird way of thinking. But like even with my work and stuff like I want to be seen a particular way. Like I want to be viewed as somebody that's competent, understands what they're doing, is reliable, somebody that's trustworthy, somebody they can like come to if they need something. So me being seen a particular way was so important. And like that's a lot of pressure to put on yourself. Yeah. And I think that alcohol was a way to like kind of make me not give a fuck and like not care. Yeah. And it's it's awesome that you said that because yeah, like wanting to control the story that people see in you like wanting to control 
You don't want to control them. You want to be... Control what they... Yes. Basically the narrative that they have for you. Yes, yeah. You want to be the director of the movie of you that people are seeing. But what I've learned, I'm like, I am still a work in progress. This is not something that I've mastered. Oh, yeah. But I'm at least acknowledging it. And if like, that's even just a start, that's fine. Like I'm acknowledging, why am I doing this thing? Oh, because I want them to see me as like, you know, a hard worker or this or that. I'm like it doesn't really matter. Like, yeah. I know who I am. I know what I am. I know how, like, I know who I am. Like, right. I don't need that validation, but it's not an easy, it's easy to say, oh, just don't care about, no, if you care, you care. You can't help it, but mm-hmm. acknowledging it and starting to kind of pick it apart and start questioning those things, I think is what's helping me work through it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. For sure. Um, So I want to, I want to, really quick on it, not really quick, but yeah, so you are were are in the military. Yes. Um. So this can be its entire like it. This can be There's like its so own series. Yeah. yeah. Um. But you, we had kind of talked about how you know the structure of everything with the military and everything that's going on, and how you know there have been changes. But you know you like have. There's still work to be done. Yeah. But so, based, so just to talk about it, yes. I've, mm-hmm. So I've been in the yeah. National Guard for nine years. Mm-hmm. I did it part-time for about six while I was going to school for my bachelor's and master's. Mm-hmm. And then about a year, no, two years ago, two and a half years ago, um, I'm now active duty in the National Guard um, as a recruiter. So like working with a lot okay. of young people. I'm on college campuses and stuff. But um, yeah, so like the way that alcohol, I mean, the military is basically the same reflection of like civilian life, except you're just doing you're paid by the government it's just right. that way <laughs> okay. um but you know issues that exist outside the military exist within it so relationship problems um work stress mm-hmm. alcohol like those things don't just not exist because people right. are in the military and i think that the one thing that i kind of can relate it to is like frats like you're kind of like a big family a big group and within mm-hmm. those groups like you celebrate and you enjoy each other Alcohol is a huge part of those types of celebrations. Right. Um, so the Army does have a substance abuse program. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if it does come up that some like people like, have noticed that there is an issue, mm-hmm. um, maybe it's taking away from their work, their family life, right. their health, um, legal issues. Like there are things in place and it has helped plenty of people. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, the same issues that we have outside ex- or, you know, exist inside the military with alcohol. So... Um, I think that, you know, same as on both sides. There's work to be there. There's always a way to improve it and get better. There are things in place currently, but yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, um, do you think? So one of the things that you know, with me coming out talking about being sober and everything, and yeah. you know, kind of talking about the progression of my, you know, <laughs> my life, <laughs> life of <laughs> life of cat. Life um, of cat yeah. <laughs> That's nuts. Um, But people have asked me, you know, were you like the things that I used to do, like being in, you know, cheering for the NFL? Like, was that like, oh, was that something that obviously didn't help? Like played a role in. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's actually like when people ask that, I actually think it's very. The answer to their question is always the opposite of what they think. But I Mm -hmm. think it played just as equal of an important part and that being said like to explain it a little more I had such a strict lifestyle like yeah. I had to you know there was no way I was gonna you know have the not let al- the time let alone you know the freedom to go and do crazy things yeah 
like I, you know, was working full time. I was, you know, married. I was cheering for the NFL. Like if wow, there were all yeah. of these things and I was teaching dance, like and there were all of these things and these different roles I was playing that there wasn't really any wiggle room outside of that to the point. But like also my entire identity was those roles like it was yeah. never me it was like what like who are you and I would say what I was and it's like very that was like a very very skewed yeah. thing but physically my schedule was really demanding like there was a good like after I graduated I mean it was six years I was just like living in this leave yeah. the house at seven thirty, don't get home at 11 until oh, 11 yeah. p.m yeah. kind of thing so when I ever had a day off I was like sleeping um and that's kind of my answer to them is like yeah it it didn't push me to drink it's not like oh I was you know an NFL cheerleader we partied all the time yeah, like yeah, yeah. no it was actually the opposite like I was an NFL cheerleader I had like the things that I was doing in my life was so demanding mm-hmm. and I had everything you know as a strict schedule and so on point yeah. to the point where I never did anything but I also never had to be the one to decide to never do anything like I right. was so like busy when- Yeah. (laughs) So somebody was deciding for you. Yeah. 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 So then when I finally stopped those things, you know, I all of a sudden was in a situation where it was like, oh, oh my gosh, I was so used to like, if I ever had a moment, I go, you know, balls to the wall because that was, that was my thing. Like here's my my chance to let go. Like here. Yes. So that, so when I kind of stopped that, you know, very rigid schedule, you know, situation, that's when I kind of, you know, took a deep dive because nothing was really demanded of me. And I right. never had to demand anything of myself. Um, and I feel like, you know, I can see that very much. Obviously, you know, the military, there's like, you know, trauma involved and everything like that. But I can see that being mm-hmm. a situation with yeah. the military as like, well. You know, like it's like, oh, it's not that you all drink so much when you're there like, it's more like you all like if they're you people like I think sometimes like the military yeah. like is looked at as like a separate whole separate entity of like human beings mm-hmm. um but they're just people like we're literally just normal people that have relationships yeah. and like trauma from childhood and then you throw on you know people who have like I think I feel like you're, you're referring to as like um like combat related trauma like things, yes mm-hmm. like but outside of that like there's a ton of other reasons that for people to end up like, you know, like fucked up because like childhood relationship issues being cheated on. Like there's so many things, like all of the same things you deal with on the, like being a civilian. Yeah. And then there's just a couple extra little sprinkles of trauma. You could maybe, right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, but I mean, overwhelmingly I've had a great experience being in the military and I don't Mm -hmm. ever feel like being in certain places I've ever been like pressured like yeah like I've always had great leadership that has um looked out for me especially like being a younger female Mm -hmm. I joined when I was 19 so oh my god that's crazy yeah I'm 28 now so like I've been at this for a while um but there are so many like yeah (laughs) there's so many things in place though yeah that to mitigate those types of um experiences for people it's just like same as any way anywhere you are like are you going to take advantage of them like just right of course resources available are people you know taking advantage of therapy Mm -hmm. um huge advocate for obviously yeah Mm -hmm. but like (laughs) you know it's then you got to look at people's upbringing and their culture and like not every culture believes in therapy you know there's Mm -hmm. different things that you have to take into consideration as to why someone does or does not ask for help or get you know take advantage of certain resources Mm -hmm. but yeah for sure yeah yeah awesome um 
Okay, so we have, uh, so we're going to do the fun quote of, quote of the week. We had a savage right in and I like, you know, of course I have to pick something that is <laughs> like boasting about all of the awesomeness. No, because um, this really is great. It really is awesome. Yeah. And I feel like there's a lot to say about it too. Um, so I'm going to have you, if you want to read that. Sure, oh, yeah. Scooch that over, but okay. I'm completely blown away, but the message, oh, I think she meant bye. Let me, can I read? Yes, oh, yeah. Let me read that. We'll start over. <laughs> Are you still there, Terry? Am I taking too long? Oh, okay. 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 All right, go ahead. I'm completely blown away. Oh, my God. Now I'm going to, like, read it like an idiot. It's okay. No, 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 you're fine. Okay. I'm completely blown away by the message of this. I do AA. That's great for me, but I'm an alcoholic. I have never once seen something geared towards prevention. This is something I can see teenage me listening to and actually absorbing. I wish this was around years ago for me, but knowing my daughter will have this to listen to when she gets to high school and deals with the same issues, I'm finally relieved. Aww. Like, that's really, like... It really, yeah. It shows, like, the impact that even just... Here, I'll put this back to you. Oh. Um, the impact of even just bringing... Starting a conversation about, any, you know, for someone who might be curious about sobriety... Um, shows like you are it is making a difference it is really yeah, important I, yeah I was really excited about that um and it's and it's true because you know like it or not I know it's a little jarring but the people who are being influenced by what we are doing now are you yeah. know like middle school and high schoolers like it yeah. like it's our, like not you know directly influenced but they're growing up idolizing certain things so they're mm-hmm. going to have that mental like back of their head idolation of certain things and you know right now we really you know it's very highly coveted the world of partying but it's also very high risk you know and it shouldn't be you know we don't need to add all that in you can be you can be a savage and be sober if anything you're if you're sober you're even more of a savage I agree I do agree (laughs) yeah like you do it takes a lot more self-control and you know a stronger mindset to be able to maintain sobriety than to not so yeah absolutely for sure a thousand percent um okay well I think we're good. Did you want to say anything else? Like, no, just I appreciate you having me here. This is awesome. I'm excited to have finally met you in person. I know. Oh, this my gosh. I, <laughs> I love being a part of this conversation. I really do. Like, no, okay. I have not experienced addiction. But mental health and wellness are, like, obviously I'm passionate about it. That's what I've been studying. It'll be 12 years by the time I'm done with my degrees um, in psychology. Like, it is such an important conversation to have. And it's great that there's somebody who is trying to develop a platform to have that conversation. Yeah, because, you know, like you're, you know, you were worried, so you're just testing it out. And yeah. like, it's fine. You're here. You're still here. You're still living. Yeah. And I'm fine. And, <laughs> and honestly, fine. I'm excited to like keep, it's like a personal, like a, in, that inner like competitiveness. I'm like, all right, well, if I can do this, I could probably do another one. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Month, and exactly. I'm just going to let And it. your skin's probably so much better than it's been in your whole life. My pocket's fuller with there you all go. money I'm saving. Yeah, exactly. yeah, there's a lot of benefits yeah. that I'm enjoying from Absolutely. it so far. Awesome. Yeah. Yay. Oh, so good having you. Um, That is it. Uh, We would just like to say if you we joke around, but obviously addiction is a very serious issue. If you are having problems, um, please hang up and dial 811. It is the new national number for uh, emergency situations with mental health and abuse disorders. Um, And we will also have a link in 
the bio page for each state and the emergency number for there. So please, you know, stop listening right now and call that if you or a loved one needs help. Um, but we are so glad you were here and stay savage. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>